Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to PWO WrestleCast. As always, I'm your host, Matt. With me tonight, I got the front man himself, D. White. That's right. I'm here, and um, I, will, I won't bend down and have you crown me the king Monday night, but uh, just, just everybody know that that crown is there. I just want to be acknowledged as the host yeah. of PWL. Okay, but you're now, acknowledged. <laughs> yeah, I just all right, think. all right. Hey, I want to give a special shout out to our tech guy, Eric, the man who makes all of this possible. Um, mm -hmm. My brother here, uh, just I think got the announcement he's got COVID today. So uh, quick recovery, man. Hope everything goes well. Always love. Horse pace, um, baby. I hear that shit works. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, man, we had some pretty great wrestling this weekend, huh? Man, I'm going to tell you, and it was one of those things where um, I know we're going to get into it, but uh, the, the Britt Baker, um, Ty Conti match suffered from the fact that so much awesome stuff happened on the way leading up to it. It was like, like that, it was, there had to be one of those matches and it was just, unfortunately it was that one because just so much good stuff happened before that. It was crazy. There's a lot to talk about. This was a really fun show. A lot of people have this as one of the best AEW shows they've had. I'm not sure if I have this that highly ranked personally, but I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, before we even get to the show, though, I got to talk about um, okay. Bleacher Report. Okay. Leecher report. Tighten, hey. tighten up. Tighten up. Hey. Nah, I'm, let, let's, have, pull, let's have a very quick talk here. Leecher. They pull up. Did did they pull a pe they pulled a peacock a little bit, didn't they? So, Leecher report. I ordered my pay per view at uh, five o'clock on Saturday. Figured I was being uh, you know ahead of the curve, doing my doing my due diligence. You know, um, only way I could watch on my uh, on my Fire Stick. But uh, man. I went to start the show at 7, following Florida State's victory over Miami. Go Knowles. Uh, but, uh, man, I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch. It kept telling me to repurchase it. And then, you know, when I, I was like, well, maybe if I put my information in, it will, uh, you know, go through. Uh, nope, it just told me I already owned it. Leecher Report. You dropped the ball this time around. Fight TV did a very great job of this at the previous AEW pay-per-view um, and made it possible for us to watch uh, replays of the show yesterday, I believe. Yep. Um, Bleacher Report, I never got to watch the show on your app. Yeah. I'm going to need that $50 back. Yeah. I'm going to need that money back. And I know I sent in my... Uh, my incident thing, I, I sat on the phone for an hour um, with your crackling phones, and I, you know, put in my, my formal email in. I still have yet to hear a response. It's been almost 48 hours now in about an hour. Well, well, if, if Twitter was any indication, Matt, and if you, you, were, you were one of many, and so I'm sure oh, yeah. that there, 
Yeah, I, I was I, I saw that um, kind of as I was scrolling Twitter during the event, there was a lot of that happening. So um, I will say this. Um, there's been some talk, I guess, beginning of the year that maybe there's going to be a streaming, some streaming service coming through for AEW. I hope that's true. Um, because Especially after they buy the Ring of Honor library. Right. Oh, yeah, well, rumor, rumor. Um, I do hope that happens too, but <clears throat> regardless, I, I think that, uh, that, that they really do have to avoid the Peacock issues because you, we've talked about it on here. Um, it's, it seems like, I mean, in this day and age, you would have those things figured out, especially when you're a, a company like, like T, like Turner, and um, you know, we, we, uh, maybe they didn't anticipate. I don't know how you couldn't anticipate it would be like this, but uh, I, hopefully that'll all be solved when they just have their own streaming service. Agreed, agreed, and hopefully, uh, you know, we don't have this issue come Revolution in February. Um, you know, that's three, four months away. We'll have some fun by that time, and there's gonna be a lot of story to go, especially. Coming off of the show. Now, I'm not going to lie, Dwight. I'm going to lean on you a little bit for this buy-in here because of these issues. I wasn't able to get too much into it. Okay. I do know that uh, I believe Sheeta won. Sheeta and Rosa? Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa defeated uh, Jamie Hayter Jamie and Hader. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, yep. Although, let me just say, man, um, <clears throat> Nyla, I like Nyla Rose, and and I'm going to tell you the coolest part of the buy-in match um, was the chance for Eddie Guerrero with with Vicky out there, oh, and then of course they did some some you know uh, Nyla did a pretty cool frog splash and then a, a little tribute to Eddie, which you know went on all night. Uh, that was one of those moments where it's like uh, it sort of transcends what's going on, you know, and you could see. You know, Vicky, Vicky being Vicky, of course, you know, in character, but it it definitely you could tell that that it that it meant something to her. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Um the, the match um, the, I'm gonna interrupt you just real quick because the, okay. the Eddie note is gonna be something that we're gonna bring up a lot tonight. What are the odds that uh, 15 years later they're at the exact venue right on the exact day? Right. You know, like, it, it's definitely something that gets brought up a lot um, in matches. Um, and there, there is a lot of uh, interesting points concerning that, um, especially with all of the uh, Kalisto or, uh, oh, man, what what's his name? Uh, I was about to say Lucha Del Sol. Uh, <laughs> He got buried for talking about how we prayed to Brody and misspelled uh, oh, yeah. John Huber's first name. And he got buried by Jericho right. and uh, and I believe Huber's wife. Um, but a lot, a lot of Eddie stuff tonight. I don't know if that falls under the same line of out into a to a pioneer in the business or what but that is something i think that needs to be addressed at some point someone's got to say something about it yeah and well and and you know let me just say that um 
you know, having been one of those, like I was, I was going to shows when Eddie and, and Chris Jericho and Lenko and Chris Benoit, and they were all, you know, coming up, right. They were the next generation. And so it's sad really, because of those guys that were that generation, I mean, Chris Jericho is still around and that's, and it's, and the, the other guys are not. And so, um, I mean, even guys like I remember, you know, Perry Saturn was part of that yep. group when they did the, the radicals or whatever. Um, yeah, it's pretty sad. But, but, but for Eddie, Eddie did what he did was really he, he, he and Chris Jericho definitely shown the brightest, you know, for as far as long term, because Eddie really tapped into that whole like um, Latino heat, you know, the stuff he did with China and. I mean, he, he just did so much amazing stuff that he became sort of a cultural icon, especially in the, you know, in the Latino community. He's so, I mean, I see, I see people today wearing, you know, Latino heat shirts still, you know, and, and especially the one that looks like Scarface. You see it all the time. It's the man. best. It's like yeah. one of my favorite Eddie Guerrero shirts. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw somebody like not even a month ago on a band, the guy was playing, wearing that shirt. And so, um, so yeah, I think w with Eddie, of course they would they would remember him, and um, then especially of course the guys that they have there are gonna are gonna throw where they're gonna throw out the tri tributes. Uh, I thought the Nyla thing was really cool, and I, I'm if you ever if you follow Nyla on 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 social media or even on their on you know the appearances on the different web shows and stuff, I get I get to be I'm, I'm more and more of a Nyla Rose fan e every time because. I think Nyla is really growing into that character, growing into the character. She's benefiting from being around Vicky Guerrero and, um, you know, definitely some good things to come. Of course, you know, not yet, but I, I think she, she was at the top of the card really out of the, by default at, at the beginning. But now I think definitely something else, somebody I want to see some more. I mean, she definitely worked well that i mean that was a good message you have good workers thunder rosa obviously is a superstar <laughs> just top notch she's I, I was saying this man mm -hmm. like the three best workers right now in in aew's women division are deeb sheeta and thunder rosa right and I, I love the doctor but even she's not really touching their in-ring work right now now she's probably the top character yeah maybe in aew yeah. although yeah, but Man, our new world champion might have something to say about that. That's that is true. That's that's true. Um, but but just it was. I think this show overall. I mean, the, the buy-in. It is what it is, and it highlighted them and gave people. You know, it was a good match to, uh, you know, because Hikaru Shida, Thunder Road, they've all and Jamie Hader obviously just got back. She hasn't been back very long. They've all taken themselves up you know, several notches since the, since this uh, company kicked off. Um, it kind of feels like this is the end of AEW 1.0. And now we're going to see what, you know, where we go from here. I hate to say, call it 2.0 because of, Never. You know, do not dear God, because, do of, not. because of obvious, <laughs> but, but like it's, it, it does feel like we're on to the sort of what's okay. Now we got a bunch of new places to go. And so I'm, I'm definitely, it, it's a, it was a great show, but it also set up what's to come. And um, you know, some, 
there's some happy folks that uh, I know that are going to be in Norfolk to see uh, see that firsthand here. Man. Couple of days. Yeah, I I would love to be one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. I also know uh, Dante Martin had some fun stuff out on the buy-in with mm -hmm. the acclaimed and, of course, FT, uh, uh, FTW. Right. Yes. Oh, God. I was like, wait, is that the right acronym? Are we doing this? Is that right? Um, it's my day, y'all. I apologize. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, uh, Dante Martin dealing with having that offer put out there that's definitely gonna be something to look forward to looking in leo rush obviously not at the show um, unfortunately his grandmother passed away um, nothing but but love and condolences for him and his family as they deal with that i know he's going to be back on wednesday in norfolk um, yeah. so that'll be fun and additionally um butcher and blade have been announced to have a match with orange cassidy um and cassidy said you know best friends need a little bit of a break so we're going to lean into our chaos teammates here. Um, and Tomohiro Ishii is going to be in Norfolk to team with Orange Cassidy against Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. It's, Just uh, and That's happening. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, um, and they keep teasing Okada and, oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, I, I just, I, I don't even know. I mean, I... That that that's sort of like on the same level as when with CM Punk came back, you know, like that rumors like is it going to be true? But I, anyway, whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm, and of course, there was a little bit of that that happened at the end of the uh, of their of their match, you know, to set that up too. So oh yeah, so we'll we'll see. Um, let's let's uh let's talk about the the absolute top of the top match of the night for me. Oh, opening match was the best match for you? For me, that opening match. Oh, man. <laughs> because it was so, it was a, such a mixture. Old school, flippy, flippy, old school, flippy, flippy, old school, flippy, flippy. It was a, it, it was a mixture of both. I loved it. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it because maybe, maybe my anger and hatred towards, <laughs> towards my situation at the time may have got the best of me. Sour yeah. me. I thought this is a fine match. Um, enjoyable. Uh, MJF defeats Darby Allen with a little help of the uh, dynamite diamond ring. Yeah, but come on, man! It was like it was. Oh, no, it was great. The uh, perfect, Twenty-two minutes. Yeah, great. Like it was really a uh, uh, like all of what you would expect that match to be. Like Darby, the 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 baby face, and and the heel MJF. MJF comes out basically in a Ric Flair getup, you know. Um, which was really cool. I'm sorry. He's in Minneapolis. It's Ric Flair's hometown, you know. So, but, he, but I mean, he played that that part so well. And then when he brings out the skateboard at the end, of course, I mean, just a bump, 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 boom, just all yeah, over Darby, the place. Darby's going to make <sighs> him look like a million bucks no matter what. Man, did uh, he make him look like a million bucks? Yeah. Oh, and uh, the tombstone on the hardest part of the ring. The, uh, the storytelling with the knee was uh, fantastic as well. It, and um, then, and then he did like you see the one where he did like a power on like a power bomb neck breaker. Like, oh man, there was just some just crazy. It was a really moves. good match. Um, yeah. They definitely established that these two guys are the future. 
which yeah. is going to tie in with our discussion once we get past our uh, our review here. Um, especially got to point out, it was the punch with the ring mm-hmm. and the pin with the headlock takeover. Right, because he like told he me that he was going to do. <laughs> I'm going to beat you with a headlock takeover. And, of course, he did like 25 headlock takeovers in this match. And then also... They, they had, they had there, was, there was one part where um, where they both are, like, trading the most devastating move in professional wrestling. Where they're trying to roll each other up. But the spot where he gets the skateboard and he looks at him, he's like, hit me, hit me. And then he uses that as a distraction. And then it's in his trunks, bam. It's like perfect old school heel win. And I, I love MJF. And... Uh, I'm going to keep loving him. It was funny today at work. We had, um, it, it's spirit week and it was positive message day. And oh, so, <laughs> are you, well, my positive message, I, I went ahead with Deadpool maximum effort, but, um, originally I was going to wear my better than you and you know it because I was like, is that really a positive message? <laughs> I think so. You're okay. telling them what it is. <laughs> so anyway, but I, I love this yeah. match. It was my match of the night, just barely, but yeah. yeah. This match was followed up with uh, a fantastic tag team match. The Lucha Bros successfully defended against Team FTR uh, for the AEW World Tag Team titles. I thought this was a great match. A lot of people were very uh, frustrated with the finish, which I thought was very interesting. Um, to me, this was a great way to protect the heels. And, and what mm-hmm. is typically a, a very, like, all oh, the heels getting the pin here, like, the ref just kind of the three, like, oh, I didn't know who was under the mask. Right. Uh, yep. I thought it was a good twist to it. Plus, it kind of makes FTR have that, uh, hey, you never pinned the right guy. You didn't really win the match. So mm-hmm. we can revisit this after FTR comes back from Mexico. Of course. And you know what? Um, Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix is not real sometimes. Like, the stuff no. he does. The stuff he does. Like, the, the one where he was on the top rope. And then he dropped down to the second rope, and then he came, and then he went back up to the top rope. <laughs> like, I was like, and then there was one that so people have have gift where basically you see Penta, and then you see Phoenix just like fly into the picture from out of nowhere. You know, my favorite <laughs> thing was someone talked, uh, uh, got that gift and put it on Twitter, and was like. Capcom, when you trade in fighters, be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is because oh my gosh. But Ray Phoenix is just, he is every bit as good as advertised. Probably, I would say, if we're talking about in-ring workers, he's probably the top top guy, you know, as far as wow factor. I, I think he's Ricochet with more charisma. You know, he's he's got every, all of those moves. And, uh, but just fantastic. And then, and then, of course, I think what you see and what you were talking about in the last match and in this one, and you have guys like Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard and Dustin Rhodes in the company that know how to make good, compelling, good guy, bad guy. Yeah, good guy, bad guy wrestling stories, right? They can go in there in the back and and help book the stuff out and say, this is how you do this. This is how you make heels look like heels and protect them still while also getting over to baby faces. I mean, that's, they, they, they did it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I really am. It was great. It was, it was a great, it wasn't the best match that they've ever had. They could, they've had better matches even with each other, but, um, Oh yeah. It was a good, Um, it was a good match. 
Oh man. So this is hard, but this might be my match of the night coming up here. Brian oh. Danielson defeats Miro by technical submission. Miro passes out after a super uh, tornado DDT where Danielson holds on and keeps him into the guillotine. Uh, a perfect continuation of Miro's neck being his weak point. Yep. Um, this match is also, I think, one of the only ones I got wrong in my prediction. Okay. Um, I, I had Miro winning this match um, because I, I just thought if we're going Danielson Omega again, I don't think Kenny's holding the belt, so I don't think uh, Danielson's getting the title shot. Um, and I was wrong. I was wrong. Danielson won the tournament. Um, this is a really fun match. I have really enjoyed Miro's work in AEW. Working with with Danielson, man, this was better than any any, any time. Maybe just because it exceeded so much of my expectation for it. Um, like you think about these guys, they had to have met at some point. Apparently, they didn't. Um, right. We talked about it. Um, it was just top notch. I really enjoyed it for what it was. A really good story. Um, Danielson coming up with that great counter to the game over. Mm -hmm. um, just really good, man. The things that AEW have done with Miro is just top notch. Yeah, well, and think about it. No, no. They couldn't have uh, Danielson and Miro against each other before because they were too busy with, you know, angles of people having an affair and uh, – <laughs> stupid just saving the planet <laughs> i mean just it, just yeah yeah with with what you you know what i mean, I mean just yeah yeah gar garbage writing of course it couldn't be as simple as putting two guys who are really good in the ring together you know if they're on the same show which they were um i don't know 20 but, minutes of just fantastic action i felt and and that, that that's what they were going to give you um I yeah the end the ending was good and so yeah it made sense good match good match I I really appreciate the Danielsons winning with a different maneuver every match um oh yeah, yeah it makes him seem so much more dangerous right like he can get but, you in lots yeah, of different ways I mean there's there's no set thing I mean he is he is just catching you and beating you I mean I, I think all of us kind of go like. Oh, LaBelle Lock or the knee are his finishes, but like he won with the Tequila Sunrise this yeah. week. He, he's won with the Guillotine. He's won with, uh, um, I think, a Kimura at one point. Mm -hmm. Like he just is catching people and, and getting them. It's fantastic. He got um, the IA Kingston in the triangle choke. Right. Yeah. It's great. Uh, um, man, I was talking with my brother, uh, oldest brother, Jim. Um, who's not been on the show, and he talked about how this is maybe the best he's ever seen Danielson, and and I do think that's a testament to uh, Danielson's approach since joining AEW. Uh, well, and this is if if you those of you who remember, I mean, this is this is as close to what Brian Danielson was in Ring of Honor because he was kind of a bad guy, you know. Um, I think that's coming. <laughs> yeah, so like this is that guy this is brian danielson and so um and he, at that time you know when he was in ring of honor he and you know the brian danielson nigel mcginnis samoa joe um 
yeah, that was like, that was the best thing going in wrestling. I mean, and so uh, we're seeing some of it and, you know, it's like we have CM, it's different because we're talking about CM Punk next. Um, CM Punk. Actually after. We got oh, that's right. That's right. Between it. that's right. I was, I was going to say CM Punk looks, looks his age. Uh, Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson can still go. Like, absolutely. That is word from word exactly what my brother said. Um, which I think is the story, but <coughs> always uh, very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Next up, Jurassic Express and Christian Cage versus the Super Click, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. False count anywhere. This match went 22 minutes, 35 seconds. Jungle Boy picks up the win by pinning, I believe, Nick Jackson, but I'm not positive after giving a concerto. Uh, I think that was Matt Jackson. Maybe. But I, I, I can't I remember. I know it wasn't Adam Cole, and that was the no. important to me. Yeah, well, let me just say that um, it's – I don't know why we we don't have more what, – what we do, but I don't know why we don't have more faith in the in the Young Bucks to put on a show because <laughs> they do it every single time. Every time they do. From the, Bre- from the whole Heart Foundation – gear that they had on the pink and black i mean that was awesome and uh adam cole even went on with the whole pink and black uh motif and then of course the whole idea is that jungle boy is becoming jungle man right and, yeah that's what i've been saying but i, I this is like th- i thought they were going theatrical at the time because they had the the point where uh where like nick jackson and christian cage like in the elevator and they're like back in the thing i thought was going to be like a, a stadium stampede deal where they like you know but it it didn't it was just like the camera followed them out through the through the arena and stuff and then christian cage was taking flying jumps and no he didn't need to be doing at his age <laughs> but my god what a match like holy moly and ladders and chairs and table spots and the hurricane rana jungle boy put Adam Cole through the table. Uh, this is, in my opinion, the best Luchasaurus has looked. Oh, yeah. Maybe since being in AEW. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he had a Def- fun... Pre-injury. I know we saw him in the Ring of Honor, you know, Luchasaurus before that, and sort of pre-the knee injury. Yeah. Um, he's he's kind of getting back to where he was, Definitely. Um, this was definitely, I think, uh, his best match. It was Matt Jackson who was pinned. Uh, okay. Yeah. My notes again. Mm. Um, big story. I, I, I enjoyed this match. I, th- I did think it went a couple minutes too long. You had some false finishes here. Um, maybe a couple too many as well for my liking. Um, n- not even necessarily like they were bad false finishes by any means but just that was a point where it was like well yeah okay let's roll and and like well the yeah there were a lot of those and there were a lot of spots too right so you're like it's like like think uh, all i could like this there was a couple spots for me but the one that just was luchasaurus doing the freaking shooting star Prep like off the ramp, home to like eight people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like that. I anyway, it was it. I would I wanted to see a whole lot more of that. 
but um ton of really cool spots and then of course jungle boy was the he he yeah i want to see some more of that jungle boy versus uh adam cole that kind of you know upping his game and, and that's i'm excited for it that was that was my second best match of the night Oh man, that was you got me questioning my entire bit here. That was one of my I hate saying it was on the bottom end of my card. No. It was it was a fun match, but man, yeah, it was on the bottom of my card. I, I think this was up to this point the worst match out of the three <laughs> that we had already talked. Well, I'll I will I will put it um as I as I go to lotcagematch.net. That's uh <laughs> Which, because that's that's votes, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's we're fair, we're, we're basing it on three hundred, roughly three hundred votes, and they have um, that match rated as a seven point seven five. So okay, um, and the whole pay per view was rated a nine, nine point zero six. So that's that's a that's pretty pretty strong rating for for the whole pay per view pay per view, but. They they didn't they didn't agree with me either. They have a different match as being the top, but they do say some seven point seven five for that match. So yeah, wow. They're well, actually, you know what? You know what? I'm a liar. I'm a liar. <laughs> there's there's some worse matches on this card. <laughs> yes, right. The, the next one being one of them. Okay, so Cody Rhodes and Pac the Bastard versus the Malachi Black and Andrade Alidolo. This match was, was fine. It was a thing. It was definitely, I feel like, the come down from everything else that we had just seen. Um, yeah. Man, Pac continues to surprise me with just how good he is. Um, it, yeah. it just absolutely amazes me. Um, yeah, he, he does things. He does amazing things, and he makes them look like he's doing them without any effort whatsoever. You know? Just, he's so good. Really, everyone in this match was really good. But man, Pac and, and Malachi and Andrade over-delivered, in my opinion. Sure. Um, the Cody shenanigans we got through out of it, I mean, we should, we should have expected it. Uh, he's, he's turning heel by not turning heel. Yeah, are we on this, this train together here? Yeah, I think the crowd, like... Like they want him, like like they've Are already the decided. Him, yeah. The, the crowd's decided he's a heel. I think the, the we've just decided that Cody's a heel now. Um, um he's he's AEW's John Cena, and I don't know how I feel about that. He's not AEW's John Cena. He's AEW's Triple H, and that's the that's the Ooh. that's. Oh man! <laughs> so. That's what I mean. At least Triple H leaned into it, and he's trying not to. And so I think he 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 wants to be AEW's John Cena, and he's AEW's Triple H. See, here's my thing, though. That's that's a better compliment that you're giving. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but Boy, he's gonna he's gonna hit a he's gonna hit a pedigree one of these days. He I, is. I hope he does, and I have some hot takes on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pat gets the win after hitting the forfeit, uh, after hitting the Black Arrow on Andrade. Um, this match is fine. 
It was fine. Um, it was good. You know, um, it didn't really feel like a blow off to no. all of us. Um, and the word is now is the time we're going to start seeing over the next few weeks the House of Black change. Um, so, uh, and that's from Malachi Black saying, you know, you're going to see some slight changes and things here and there. This is something that we've already kind of figured out how we're going to do and, and things like that. I think this is going to start becoming more of a stable and maybe we start seeing some people come in. Um, will be interesting to talk about after we hit through our review. Up next is the women's title match. Britt Baker, sorry, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, uh, successfully retained versus Ty Conti. Um, Ty Conti's entrance was fantastic. I thought that was like, I have been saying that Ty Conti is, is still a couple years off from being someone who you see as a legitimate champion. Um, right now, she was definitely someone who had built off momentum, kind of needed to have this match, but Baker needed an opponent, and Ty Conti had a fantastic record, and it would make sense for her to lose. Um, but, uh, man, they, they worked really hard on getting Ty Conti to look like she belonged here. Um, I don't think Rip Baker was able to I don't want to say carry her I don't want to say that um, but but Rip Baker had the challenge of trying to make this a better match with an opponent who is probably not at her level just yet I love Ty Conti though I think the, the sky is the limit for her um, they gave her a real UFC entrance they gave her the Brazil flag on her on her across her eyes with the flag coming out draped over like, it was very UFC-esque mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was was fantastic. I think that's what you want to do with talent who are kind of building up, especially with her background as a black belt in uh, BJJ. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, but here's a question for you, and this is yeah. immediately popped out to me. Why 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 didn't Anna Jay come to the ring with her? Yeah, I I <laughs> did think that. I also kind of wondered why they didn't get rid of Hater and Rebel earlier. Yeah, but but like. Um, of course, Rebel, Rebel and Hater are going to be there. Why is Anna Jay not there? Or, you know, or, but she was there for Hangman, so I wonder if this is going to be something that ends up moving forward. Maybe. I don't know, because it seemed like uh, like you would have had even, or, or one of the Dark Order people Ruby? out there. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. Thunder Rosa, we just had that match, but like, yeah, I don't even know. if you have Thunder Rosa down there for the save, like something. Right. Something. Um, but, Maybe that's a we'll have a Ty Conti heel turn off of this because everybody hunger out to try. I don't know, but that that seemed like that that stuck out to me immediately. I was like, why is Anna J not there? But you know, it was a good match, like you said, you were you were right on. Um, it's it was uh, we're not, I get, whatever we're doing, we're not doing it yet. So Ty Conti's gonna hold us over until they figure out yeah. where the rest of the women's division is going with the tournament and everything like that. We shall All see. right. <laughs> Time now for the shortest match of the night at 11 minutes. Um, Ty Conti for Baker was 15 and a half. The tag team match prior was 17 minutes almost. Um, False Count Anywhere match was 22-35. Uh, 11 minutes flat. CM Punk defeats Eddie Kingston by pinfall. Um, and this was just a knockout drag out brawl. And I loved it. Um, Match ends when Punk hits a DTS but couldn't capitalize on it. So he does it one more time and gets the pin. He offers Kingston his hand and Kingston just walks away. Um, 
Man. Eddie, did Eddie Kingston turn CM Punk heel? <laughs> like he turned the crowd against him, totally turned the I, crowd against him. I don't think they turned him against him. CM Punk, man. Okay, here's how I know that CM Punk is on some next-level nostalgia stuff right now. Um, yeah. Because his match with Darby Allen was very reminiscent of Brett, uh, one, two, three kid, as we discussed prior, and that's been a big thing. Mm -hmm. The promo leading up to, to Kingston Punk that, that sparked this whole thing was very reminiscent of Cena Punk when Punk was going for the belt. Yeah. And Punk yeah. snapped when Cena snapped. Yeah. Um, man, he even did the shoulder blocks. And even like tease the five knuckle shuffle. I know. Like, oh my god! And, and Eddie Kingston, man, we got we got to talk about this too. Eddie Kingston has has that incredible promo. He, he's obviously one of the best on the mic. Um, Thursday or Friday, he puts out this like essay, um, uh, written story, uh, and. Man, you, you couldn't boo Eddie. You couldn't. Um, no. if you agree with him or not, like openly owned it, like, look, guys, I'm not a good guy. I'm not I'm not a good person. Don't emulate me. Like, I've overcome some ish, but like, let's talk about my mental illnesses. Let's talk about uh the medication I take. Like yeah. put it all out there. Um I I, but I, you know, I think that's you hit it, and if you haven't read that, please, folks, go to, go please on, uh, look it up on Twitter. Um, what's in, what was the title? Oh gosh, I have to look it up because I read it that day that it came out, and um, it was such a just, you know what, I, you know, I I, I want to say like it was real. That's what that you want to say, but it's yeah. like yeah, you you realize that that character that he it plays that that is just him. That's him, legit. And he's just leans right into, you know, his, who he is as a person um, because he, that's, it's, it's interesting. And he, he, I loved at the beginning of this match too, when he does the little bat spin and back fist thing and he like, right takes off the bat. and you're like, oh my God, because it's very reminiscent of, of some of CM Punk's uh, forays into uh, MMA where they didn't exactly go the way he had. Uh, he, he had uh, hoped that it would, but yeah, that was a that was a good callback. They worked well together, and I think um, Eddie Kingston. If you have if you still have doubts about him at this point, I then you obviously haven't been paying attention. Um, he is someone who has one hundred percent taken his opportunity and made himself a superstar. And and in that um, in in the uh, in his essay that he put out that article even talked about it. Like when they called him, you know, like, like the other people there had more confidence in him than he did in himself. Like, and so that was really played into this match too. You know, that's what CM Punk was saying. Um, and in the promo and it just, Oh gosh, I just, I just, I'm ready to sign up for so much more of it. It's, it's the second most real thing on the show, man. It, it was like, and, and any other show, I'm telling you that this is like the greatest segment 
uh, just a storyline there. I mean, any other show, I'm telling you that this is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, this show had to deal with a story that was built on three years worth of story. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, but, then, but yeah, we'll get to that too. But then they hit all the layers on that one too. So, oh, yeah, they did. They, they didn't miss. Mm-hmm. Up next, uh, Inner Circle versus Man of the Year, an American top team. Uh, in the Minneapolis street fight, um, this was this was what it was. Um, Jericho gets the win by hitting a frog splash on Dan Lambert, paying tribute to Eddie. The the match ends with pretty much all of the inner circle just pointing up, and that was for you. Um, oh, but they threw a tribute to Prince, man. When Jericho brought the Prince sign and started yeah. beating people. The Prince Temple in Minneapolis. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna tell you what I heard. Um, Simon, uh, Simon Miller from What Culture, um, and he nailed it on the head. He said Dan Lambert is Bobby Heenan. He is doing the best impression of Bobby Heenan, and and it was like so good because because I don't know. Well, you if you've seen in the old WWF, especially from the '80s. And they would every once in a while you'd have like a a three a, a six man match with like Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy and Bobby Heenan would would be in the match too, and of course it would be what Dan Lambert did. You know he's trying all the chicken shit ways of 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 getting, taking the pin. You know when he thinks they're beat up and then he kind of tags himself in and all that. And then at the of course at the end he's you know he's, they're always teasing that he's going to be the one that's going to pin, and but but like. When he said that, I was like, that is exactly what was Dan Lambert um, for for what he's done with because American top team. I mean, obviously, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are fantastic. Um, Junior Dos Santos and Ar- Andrea Lovsky both were su- super surprising in how well they had adapted to going from MMA to, um, you know, because you don't expect much from those guys because I'm going <clears> to <throat> for me. When I looked at them, I'm thinking, oh, crap, don't be Kane Velasquez, right? Don't be that. Wait, 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 wait. Don't be WWE Kane Velasquez. That's what um, I mean. Him him, and AAA was fantastic. Well, don't don't be Kane Velasquez uh, and against, you know, against Brock Lesnar in, in WWE. Don't be that. Don't be that Kane Velasquez. That was terrible. So... And and what it is is that you just have to have that that the love for professional wrestling, right? You you can't just assume you know how to do it. I think that's the that's the difference. You see, with the, the MMA guys that come in that actually do. I mean, you look at Shayna Baszler, for instance. That's what you yeah. want to be. You know, you you want to be that. You want to make that transition. Um, and so I think both of those guys look like they did for real. Um, JDS is the one for me. Dos Santos. <laughs> One who yeah. showed that he, he could do it, man. And the second match in, maybe he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and of course, that sets up all sorts of, of different ways to go with him. Um, I think that's, you know, that's... And then, of course, the, maybe in America's top team, I mean, you have some, like, real-time crossover with, uh, you know, like Jorge Masvidal. We're talking about, yeah. you're not talking about, you've got guys on the top of the game, you know. Um, even Paige Van Zandt. You know, she's because she's in the uh, what is it? the bare knuckles. Um, she's she's not in UFC anymore, but she's doing that. So I could see her making the change. I mean, she yeah. got it. I mean, she can talk. 
Um, you know, if, if she spends enough time wrestling, like, she could be really good. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, she was a pretty, she was like, a, um, I think one of those, one of those people when she was in UFC, because she was in the Ultimate Fighter, and they made her into, like, they pushed her forward probably a little too early for her skill. So... Um, this match is fun though. I mean, it, it was fine. It, it's probably my least favorite match of the night. Um, I mean, and it was still like a, a passable match. I mean, it, it's a two out of five, three out of five. Take that for what you will. Um, well, well, it's, it, I think the, the it suffered from the fact that you already had the other match with the, with the Young Bucks and, the, and, and, the, and wow. Uh, I mean, Jurassic Express, you know what I mean? So it's like two of those matches on the same show. This is actually on cage cage match the second worst match. They have the Cody Pack and yeah. Andrade Malachi Black as the worst. Yeah, um, that's interesting to me. Uh, yeah. um, before we hit main event, it wouldn't be an AEW pay per view without someone debuting, and we get the debut of the franchise Jay Lethal. Who challenges Sammy Guevara for the TNT title on Wednesday in Norfolk, Virginia? Mm, and I'm not going to be there, and I'm going to wish I was, and I'm going to have friends there sending me texts, you know, about why they wish I was there. And I, I this is, I, I was, and so cool when they brought him in, especially the theme music. I, I <laughs> oh, I got some news on that. Okay, um, I, I, I like Jay Lethal is one of those guys that I know that he's got some baggage that he's gonna bring. He's bringing along with him, and but, that's been uh, heavily discussed online. That's yeah, thing, especially if you follow Sean Ross Sapp, people have been giving him all kinds of hell for it. Yeah, but but I think he's he's also like um, he. I don't know whether he or Jonathan Gresham. Probably he um, is. Like the Ring of Honor thing really affects him more than affects other people because he's almost synonymous with Ring of Honor um, at this point. And so the foundation, you know, and so I, I think, yeah, ever how you feel about Jay Lethal I, as a rest, as a performer, I mean, remember it all, I mean, at all in, I mean, he definitely was a, he was a shining part of that show. Um, and so, but, but, yeah, I, I was happy to see it. I'm sorry, I just was. Um, he brings a lot, especially, uh, I, I mean, he is a potential immediate man adventure, yeah? Especially oh, with Hangman as champion. I mean, Lethal, Lethal was world champion Ring of Honor while Hangman was trying to win a belt. Right. No. I mean, there's, there's a lot of story there. Um, the big thing for me, uh, I've been saying – Watch where Lethal, Gresham, and the Briscoes go, because that's going to tell you a lot about where we're at currently with Ring of Honor. And that is telling. Um, he had a contract that was set to expire in December, I believe, um, but they just worked a deal. He will not be at Final Battle. He will okay. not be at Final Battle. Um, wow. When Jonathan Gresham challenges Bandito for the world title. Yeah, and... Uh... Also, like, I don't know if you saw the thing about Jonathan Gresham uh, had a 
where they're doing what is it called terminus modern age grappling yeah uh, announced a show in atlanta um i don't know if that's like and of course that's really if you saw the announcement there's a lot of people responding to it but i don't know if it's gonna be something like blood sport or something like that which you know i i'm all for it let's do it but i if know that if it's blood sport of pure wrestling matches oh yeah boy. yeah i think that's what it's going to be and yet a lot of people like today i was reading the, like uh kenny king and josh alexander um a lot of people retweeted and had things to say about uh even seth rollins had you know they were putting out some stuff you know promoting it mustafa ali uh roddick strong so a lot when, of people when rollins does it that's when you know it's big well, and you know those guys. You know they knew each other from the from the end. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even still, like Rollins has been a guy who doesn't really talk too much about the outside world, right? Um, so you know it's something when they have it, when when he goes out of his way to do it. Yeah, that's that's um, that's pretty cool. And of course, Jonathan Gresham, and maybe you know who knows. There's a lot of he's not he's not obviously not part of the cookie cutter world that WWE. Um, promotes for sure you know so i mean they'd have him in a in a chasing the 24 7 title around the back of the uh, of arena with uh drake maverick you know that's that's what that's what he'd be doing but you you cannot us uh, un like just jonathan gresham against brian danielson i would love to see that um well, Zach's, hold your you breath because i got some i got some opinions here when we talk about going forward but anyway, that's, that's but back to back to uh, and then of course you talked about the Briscoes, um, and of course they're the GCW tag team champions. Uh, I I think um, Ring of Honor moving forward, I think either GCW just absorbs a lot of those guys um, and continues its march up to be sort of the top indie. Um, which is definitely pushing, I would say, I mean, GCW and MLW probably on par right now. Uh, and so uh, that's that's going to happen. Or AEW and uh, we're going to see the AEW absorb the rest. And I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, especially for people like I know that people like Roosh and um, Flamita, you know, uh, Demonic Flamita and Ray Horus and all are probably just going back to Mexico. Um, but oh god, don't don't say it. Don't tease me. Don't tease me. Andrade is right there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Not yeah. like he's a founding member or something. It's not like we couldn't just go ahead and have Los Ingo Bernables <laughs> Day AEW. <laughs> Day Americana. <laughs> that's um, that's true. Man. Kenny Omega versus Adam Page for the AEW World title. This is the A-plus match. This is, um, according to Cage Fight, the best match, the, or Cage Match, the best match of the night, according to Bleacher Report, the best match of the night. This is a three-year build. Um, it's the longest story in AEW's history so far. Um, building from uh, Hangman not being able to win, the, win it, dating back to All Out in 2019. Mm -hmm. Um to to vignettes that happened when they announced AEW, um, mm -hmm. it, it's huge. Uh, match ends after a second buckshot lariat as the Young Bucks 
kind of nod and acknowledge that it's Hangman's time. They're there in his corner. Not in his corner, but they're there at ringside when he wins the belt. Um, Dark Order, of course, come out to celebrate. They have a beer. Uh, he throws the beer out of the way and brings him in for a hug. I think that definitely is something that was probably changed a little bit, especially with the news about Mox lately. Um, you kind of feel like maybe this would have been a beer bash otherwise. Um, but, I mean, he, the, the story, he didn't need it. He doesn't need the alcohol anymore. He's faced his demons. He, he's done it. Like, it is just an absolutely incredible story. There's no real justification. I can, I can tell you guys. Uh, I, can't, I don't have enough time on the air here to tell you all of it. It's been building for years. It's about time. And it's, it's huge. I mean, he is the first real big baby face to win the belt. He's, he's bigger baby face than Mott. He's the first real AEW homegrown guy to do it. And 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 I don't and the moment with the young bucks, that was perfect, because not only does it, it is it the end, it's the beginning to whatever the next thing is, right? You do the you do them both all at the same time. We end one thing and we point to what the next thing is going to be because now we've got Adam Cole and we've got Bobby Fish and maybe we got Kyle O'Reilly and maybe we got some dissension and. Are we gonna go this way? Are we Dishonored. Gonna... Yeah, that's I mean, the name that I pitched uh, when they came to NXT. Hasn't been used yet. You know they can't use Undisputed Era. Right. Dishonored. Yeah. Well, use use the the ploy into Ring of Honor, especially if they're get turned on the Bucks and and the Elite. Dishonored. Yeah. Have them do it and take out Bucks and Kenny for months. Let them let them go off air for a while because they those guys need it. Um, yep. They've put in some fantastic work uh, for the for the couple of years now that they've been on TV. Kenny Omega is going away to rest his shoulder. Um, for those of you who watched the match, Kenny Omega didn't pick up. I believe Adam, Adam Page once his shoulder so messed up he he can't lift anything. Uh, yeah. Props to him for working through this now for what feels like months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this match was fantastic. It, yeah. it was great. It did everything it needed to do, and it's single-handedly the best story. Overcoming one's self-doubts, uh, alcoholism, to show that you're worth it and win the friggin' world title. It, it's just everything. It's just the best story. Tale as old as time. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, the, the thing is, is, like, if you've watched wrestling over the years, I mean, it's, it's always the, like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm reminded of, like, you know, Dusty Rhodes, beating Ric Flair, you know, or, or, you know, where the, and then of course he loses it right back. That's the thing. But it's always like the chase, like the chase was always what, what the drama was of. It was the pursuing and the getting screwed over and not making an oh, it's you know, so close. And, you know, it just, it, and the, the, the heel just wheezes his way out every time. And it builds up until finally it was that like, I've, this was so few moments like this in, in, you know, definitely you alluded to it earlier. When CM Punk meet John Cena, that was one of those moments. It was like it had to happen. It was it's, supposed to happen. It needed to happen. It's, you know. Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30. Yeah, and, and that too, but I, I, not for me. I would go back to like that. Well, you know, I'm for, going further back. Than you, oh, no, obviously. of course. I'm but just I, tying it in why Bryan Danielson's the perfect first opponent. And I know this is might be a little bit crazy because it because it seemed like it came out of left field when it happened, but 
I don't know if you remember like 1997, like early in the Georgia Dome, they had a the big nitro at the Georgia Dome and Lex Luger beat Hollywood Hogan. And of course, he only held the belt for, you know, no time yeah. whatsoever. But it was like, I remember when that happened and I was like, yeah, screw you, Hogan. I hated Hogan. I hated Hulk Hogan when he was a good guy. I hated him completely. And I wanted it. I was so excited when that happened. And then even even if it was Lex Luger, I didn't care, you know. But like the, the, that was what this was. It was like, this is supposed to happen. It needs to happen. Don't overthink it. And then now it's it, it doesn't feel like it's the end. Though. It feels like, okay. I want to see where this goes because we got ways to go. You know, we have different stories to, to, what the, to see what the next story is. And that's what's really cool. It's not like WWE. I'm sorry, it's not WWE where it's just thrown together random every week and I don't have a story to invest in. I, I, I you know, I'm, oh, great. We get to watch the New Day and the Usos again. You know, it's nothing like that. It's like there's, there's nothing for me to care about where this was all for us to care about and we did and we still do every, every match mattered and i mean they right. gave every match time there was not a single match that was under 10 minutes the shortest match was 11 minutes and that's not including entrances um it was wonderful now we're, we're entering our last closing segment here um and i'm gonna ask you to take a look at your champions we have of course Britt baker Lucha Bros, Sammy Guevara, and Hangman Adam Page, and of course the FTW champion Ricky Starks. But I'm gonna hold him off for the time being. I think we're gonna see him with Dante Martin here for a little bit. What is next for Dr. Britt Baker? Uh, it's gotta be Thunder Rosa now, yeah. Um, you know, I I'm <clears throat> probably probably Thunder Rosa. Um, I don't. I'm not sure what. Um, yeah, because I, th I think the TBS, you know, the TBS title is going to be that mid-card women's title, which is instead of having the tag women's tag belts, they'll, they'll have that. So I think you – I want to emphasize that. That's Jade Cargill's belt. It is Jade Cargill's belt. It could be Serena Deeb's belt. I mean, I don't know because Serena Deeb seems to be sort of pushing herself at, as the front of the sort of second tier because um, uh, she's definitely not going to be in the world title picture, I don't think. Um, yeah, we gotta have a baby face holding the belt for her to challenge. I don't think she's changing face yet. Yeah, no, no, but I'm someone in between, and then it's Thunder Rosa. You you gotta get someone to the halfway yeah. point for winter is coming, and then yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, and um, I, I don't know that we've seen that person yet, but I think we we're gonna get Thunder Rosa and and Britt Baker. I mean, Thunder Rosa needs she's they've already burned the house down before they they'll do it again um thunder rosa is just she she's 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 top three going today easy without even um batting in that. maybe maybe swole big swole will be someone i love big swole she would be someone to run a quick program with with uh, Britt baker before getting to thunder rosa and i think a title change big swole also holds a win over uh over Britt Baker. Hopefully she's healthy enough to go. I know she's been having the worst time with her Crohn's this entire year, it feels like. <laughs> Let's don't do it in the dentist's office again, man. Let's yeah, not do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, up next, our tag team title. Uh, I, I got two here for you. Mm -hmm. um, I think Gun Club gets the next title shot. You mean that? You mean the... the uh, you mean the ass boys? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that is so good. Did Dan um, Housing did Dan Housing come up with that, or did someone else come up with that? I, I really think he did. I'm sure someone else has said it. <laughs> because their dad is the ass man, so they're the ass boys. That's funny. And they're leaning into it too. They're back and forth on Twitter. I like, but still, yeah, um, you do kind of have to look and see who's lighting it up on on dark and dark elevation, and they definitely have been. Gun Club, uh, I think, gets the opportunity for revolution. Though, let's revisit a classic: Lucha Bros, Pride and Powerful. Yeah, I think I think we definitely need Santana and Ortiz back at the top of the. Uh, tag team division because they're they are that right they might they're, even win the belts uh, i want to yeah. emphasize that they're, they're good enough to in my opinion they're top tier of course you never know i mean now since we have the reemergence today of um rapongi vice uh i saw today that you know <laughs> i mean i with you know with trent right there in the you know and then i know it seems i know he Trent looked a little like Wheeler Yuta, a little bit, but no, no, you're right. I think we have too much tag team talent. Uh, you could just rotate all that stuff, um, and and there's stories to tell all over the place. Uh, but give me, please, 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 give me Santana Ortiz. Um, so, and this is gonna kind of tie in for Santana and Ortiz here. Um, this may take over their immediate future. Uh, TNT title, Sammy Guevara is gonna lose the TNT title this Wednesday to Jay Lethal. And I got, I got two reasons for this. Um, you brought up bringing the foundation in. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mikey Ruckus, the man, the myth, the legend who makes all of the music for AEW's entrance music. Put out that there's actually two Jay Lethal themes that have already been made. Oh, and one of them is going to be Black Machismo for sure. And and I think the other is going to be Foundation. Yeah. And I think the Foundation is going to come over, and we're going to get Foundation versus Inner Circle mm. at Winter is Coming. Oh. <laughs> well, um, okay. So is that going to be? How's that for a prediction? <laughs> so when you so you were talking about um, Jonathan Gresham and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and and we already have Jay Lethal and and Red Tide and yeah I don't see I, I, I you, you can sell me those three you can't sell me Red Tide that's but you can sell me the other three you, you gotta uh, have enough for the stable fight <laughs> who do you bring in as the foundation? Didn't they have, uh, wasn't, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Mark Haskins, wasn't he with them before, too? That's possible, but isn't he still, isn't he stuck in, I don't know, I don't know. I, this I, is my, I, my overshot prediction. That's, I think you're, I think you're talking crazy talk. Um, I, Someone's got craziness out there. There's plenty of Ring of Honor talent that belongs they would they, that I just I, you just don't know now, right? You, you just don't know. I mean, I'm so like I, I really want those guys to. I got one for you. <laughs> How about this? Okay, you could bring in the foundation. You could bring in Jonathan Gresham, and you could bring in Hot Sauce Trace to Williams, and 
Say, say about, the one I want to hear. Yeah, you, you know what you know the name I'm gonna say, right? I hope so. Dalton Castle. Oh, that's not who I thought you were talking about. <laughs> D- Dalton you, Castle is if you don't have the foundation, yeah, bring in Shane Taylor promotions. Yeah, true, but take, I, I'm just got the inner circle. I just I I just Dalton Castle is who I want to see. I want to see him in AEW. I I I would I would I would pop for that. Yeah. It'd be great. Okay. World title. Obviously, we know Brian Danielson is next. Yeah, I, I think, but but I think Which the story. Yeah. Yeah, I think the story that's gonna gonna build though is is we're gonna see Brian Danielson and we're gonna see Hangman Page. And we're gonna see Kenny Omega's not going away. I think I mean that he'll still be there, right? In name, even if he's not in body, uh, that he'll not go away. But you know who the uh, you know who the the ultimate face to face is going to be, and that's Adam Cole. Baby. Boom. You know, <laughs> the same way. I'm thinking that Adam Cole cost Brian Danielson the match. So so Danielson's first match is a fluky loss due to Adam Cole. They'll fight it out at the next pay per view with Adam Cole winning to get the title shot against Page down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think uh, we, we're gonna. Look at a few things here. I think either we're gonna split the elite with uh, with potential Kyle O'Reilly coming in uh, with his contract up next month, and we're gonna look at uh, who are the challengers from now until Hangman Page loses the belt. Who's the person who takes the belt off of Hangman Adam Page? Adam Cole. Ooh, well, I got two other names here for you. Okay. Uh, that's, that's a really good one. I like that one. I think a lot of people are going to quickly go to MJF. Mm, okay. And I think it could be time. I, I think I'd be okay with that. Here's another person. If we're trying to pay off on long-term stories, pack. Yeah, I think that's a reach. Um, oh, it's, I it's think... a reach. Uh, pack I, is I, a guy I, who I think could sit at the top of the card. Yeah, I, 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 and you're you're right. I think we you won't. Want my, see, my full reach. I, I think the people we won't see, you won't see CM Punk. No, that you know, which which I'm glad of. Um, I think it's right sure. not to have him in the yeah. same shot. I think Jericho's done up there. I think. Um, I kind of think we'll get a Jericho rematch somewhere uh, in the title reign. I don't think Jericho takes the belt, but I think Hangman Page beats him Mox, at, a, and, at, at a midpoint yeah. for a tight uh, retention. The, o- the only other person I can think of that deserves a belt and it's not the world belt is is um is Eddie Kingston. They need to put yeah. a belt on Eddie Kingston. I, I, I hate saying it. I don't know if he's ever gonna win the world title. I love Eddie. Yeah. But I'd love I to just, see him with the T with the TNT title, 100 yeah. percent Um you, you want my big stretch? <laughs> well, <laughs> pack was a pretty big stretch. So let's oh, see this might be worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuego del Sol. <laughs> no. Close. You're gonna say Sammy Guevara. That's what you're gonna say, and you're gonna be wrong. Cody Rhodes. Oh, Cody Rhodes. All right, because well. he's not heel. He just won the opportunity in the latter match to get he, the title shot. And, you, and he's gonna screw over Hangman and take the belt from him. He's and not gonna be- screw him over. Something's just gonna happen. Yeah. And Cody just happens to win the title. Yeah. Maybe some nightmare family shenanigans. Okay. I'm just saying it's a possibility. 
Cody was no. the one who brought Hangman into Bullet Club, brought him into the Elite. I'm yeah. just saying, you want some long-term storytelling. You got to do that. I'm down to do that. There's a lot yeah. of possibilities. Um, yeah. I was sitting here saying MJF's got to be the one, but, man, there's more people I think that could be it. Yeah. I, th- I think it's Adam Cole. I think I, I see where you're going with uh, an MJF eventually. You know, I think he's probably right now where Hangman was two years ago, you know, where he has it. They just need to put a story together for him to to, to work his way up. Um, and they're doing it, right? But yeah. I, I think that uh, Adam Cole, Adam Cole is the one and then, you know, Brian Danielson obviously is is going to yeah. be up there, up there too. Mox when he comes back, but I think that um, I I like the sort of three way uh, Hangman in the Dark Order, whatever you know, who however, ever how that ends up, we ever get the the Bray Wyatt, which would be fantastic. I mean, or Wyndham Rotunda in that, which people dream about, and then you have the Click, the Super Click, the Elite. Then you have the old undisputed era bullet club-ish. Like, I mean, we still do we still have the the good brothers out there? I mean, who knows? There's I always mean, time for bullet club civil war. Yeah, I mean, there really is. And that was a really, really cool angle. Jay White's in America. Uh maybe Cody. he takes out. Yo, if Jay White comes out in Norfolk, Virginia and kills Kenny Omega, yeah. I will be well, so upset. Because I, I, if I'm not there, I will be just a mess. Well, I want I want to think about this though. Let's let's think about this because since we're fantasy booking, um, we saw the sort of the young bucks lock eyes with Hangman and they whatever. Maybe we spin we do like they did before, and Kenny Omega turns back to a baby face, and maybe we get a the Golden Lovers in the United States. AEW ring. I mean, that in that New Japan door has been pushed and pushed, and people have stepped through, and people have stepped through, and people have stepped through. Uh, I think there's two people that, that haven't stepped through that would be pretty fantastic, and one of them is Kota Ibushi, and one of them is Okada. It's fun, man. It's really fun. I'm very excited <laughs> to look forward to you, man. Wednesday's Dynamite is going to be very interesting to see what – I mean, it, it's a shakeup again. I mean, the only title that changed hands is the AEW world title yep. um, at this pay-per-view. But it feels like a, a, a momentum shift. Mm-hmm. It uh, does. It's also going to be very curious to see how they book Hangman Page at the top of the card. Uh, we talked about this with Mox where he held the belt probably too long and he wasn't as great of a champion holding the belt. The question going forward, can Hangman hold the title and be the top guy without his reign falling apart in terms of not getting a reaction, not being the best story on the card? See, I'm, I'm going to – I think the story is, is, is what, I, what you were talking about before. I think the story becomes he's only a short-term champion – but he gets like robbed, you know, and then it's, he's been, you know, it was stolen from him and then we're back at the pursuit and in it, rather it being personal, like it was with Kenny Omega, right? Cause they were tag team partners and they were in the elite. Yeah. So the, the rivalry was personal 
it was never really about the belt, right? Now it is. So like you make it about you stole the championship from me, right? Like I had it, I earned it, and and it was stolen from me. Then I'm right back invested into Hangman, right? I'm I'm so it becomes the again, it's 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 Tommy Dreamer Raven all over again, you know. <laughs> he finally beats him all, but then it's back, to, you know what I mean? And it's like you could do so much with that. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm just both of us are excited about what's going to happen, and I think that's the whole point of it. Wednesday um, is going to be a very, very fun dynamite. Um, we already know we're going to get a Hangman celebration. Hangman's pushing that it's going to be National Cowboy Shed Day. So I know. I'm looking I, forward to it, brother. Hey, guys, if you enjoyed this content, you can support us at ko-fi.com slash pwo123. It's as easy as one, two, three. For a small price of a cup of coffee, you help us put these shows on, help us go out to all of these shows, check out our social media. And while you're checking out all these things online, man, check out Next Gen Wrestling from Tennessee. They're uh, crossing state lines. They're coming to Virginia. They're coming to Richmond. Uh, they're going Ooh. on the bogus journey. We just got a match announcement uh, a little bit ago. Moose versus Rich Swan, potentially for the world title. We got to figure that one out. We're still waiting to see the Impact world title. Oh, um, something. They got a lot of fun stuff here. I'm going to try and read off this uh Read off this card real quick. We know Dirty Dango showing up following his heinous, heinous assault on Mance Warner, taking him out of action. Mm. Uh, we had, uh, of course, JTG versus uh, Caleb Conley, which is going to be a lot of fun. JTG is just fantastic in ring. Uh, we got Renegades of Flight, Facade, and uh, Kincaid versus Caden Sade and Shane Andrews. Yeah, man. A fun one. We got a triple threat match. Uh, Bo Crockett, I believe, versus Shook mm -hmm. D, the NGW Eastern State Champion. I believe defending his belt. And uh, also in that match is Kenji Brea. I've oh, got yeah. growing respect for Kenji Brea. And the match that maybe I am the most intrigued in. We got Alpha Inc. versus the Lost Boys. Uh, Lost Boy Scouts. Uh, Natty Daddy. Bradley Prescott. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam Slade uh, and uh, Jake Manning, I believe, is the Boy Scout. Right. Her uh, Man Scout. Uh, and look, the gauntlet is down. Lost Boys. Case race before the show. <laughs> I got the shirt for it. Let's yeah, roll. Case race in Richmond, baby. <laughs> oh, man, check out that show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check out our YouTube. We got a lot of fun content over there. Uh, always growing. But, guys, that is it for our show tonight. We hope you have a great week. Hope you had a great uh, weekend and joined Full Gear. Let us know your thoughts down in the comment section down below. And we'll see all of you again next Monday, live at 7 o'clock. Hey, man, don't forget to go over there. And uh, Mance Warner's uh, GoFundMe is up to help so pay some of his uh, medical bills and uh, also if you i mean do that which a lot of, you know we shared that around uh we should probably share that on our page too man that gofundme it, it was or, up earlier yeah or go or go to, and also go to pro wrestling tees man support uh both mance and and dan Housen as they recover from uh from their injuries but hey i'm jacked i'm excited a couple it's weeks a great away time to be a wrestling fan brother it's a great time yeah with that it guys is. i must bid you all adieu goodbye mm -hmm. Good night. Bang. Have a great week. For life.